Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Uh, thank you very much, Rob, and welcome to Connecting with Coincidence. Yes, I am your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. I'm a psychiatrist in private practice and on the faculty at the University of Virginia. Carl Jung introduced the Western world to synchronicity, and the rock band The Police popularized the idea in their album Synchronicity. They were followed by numerous books, articles, movies, and videos. Why this growing interest? Weird coincidences are messages to us earthlings about the true nature of reality, messages we can try to decode. They tell us that our minds are interconnected and are part of a greater mind that I call the psychosphere, that each of us has hidden powers and abilities. Look for their helpful advice, their evidence for deep connections with those you love. To learn more, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to read my Psychology Today blog and my book, Connecting with Coincidence. To see how sensitive you are to coincidences, go to my website to take the Weird Coincidence survey. Connect with Coincidence, synchronicity spoken here. Our guest today is John G. Kruth. He is the executive director of the Rhine Research Center in Durham, North Carolina, and the founder and education director of the Rhine Education Center. He integrates technology and parapsychological research. He explores psychic healing, the energy behind psychokinesis, measurements of biophotons, which are ultraviolet light that we can't see, from healing energies, from healing from energy healers, and applications of remote viewing for investments and unconscious effects on electronic advice devices. Besides his research, John's current projects include providing reliable information about scientific parapsychology, the development of a community of psi experiencers through online courses, broadcasts, and parapsychological speakers, and the development of online resources for scientists. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, Barney. It's great to hear you today. 
thanks for being on. And uh, one of the things that uh, that you do is um, put together speakers uh, for the Rhine Education Center. And I was one of those speakers uh, not too long ago. And that's where you and I met. Yeah, I think it was back in March. Is that right? That's right. That's yeah. right. It was a pleasure to, to watch you being a master of ceremonies and doing all the camera work. And I wondered where that combination had come from. And clearly, technology, leadership, as well as cyber research are part of your portfolio. Well, you know, I worked in the technology field for almost 20 years doing programming and doing software development. And I pretty much watched the Internet develop as I was doing that work. Through that process, I learned a lot about how to connect people through uh, different different devices, including social media. And I learned a little bit about AV along the way, which made it easier for me to broadcast these events. It's really It was really great to have you here. And we did manage to have a live broadcast of your event when it was happening. And we recorded it. And it's on our website now as well. So well, people good. can watch uh, your talk as well. <laughs> May I, maybe I'll take a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure out what you said, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You understand that one. Uh, the, what's the Rhine Education Center and what is the Rhine Research Center? Well, the Rhine Research Center is the oldest operating parapsychology lab in the country. It started back in the 1930s at Duke University. It was the Duke Parapsychology Lab. Continued there for, oh, about uh, 30 years, and then moved off campus and became a nonprofit organization. But from the 1930s up until the current day, we've been doing controlled professional laboratory studies to study psi phenomena. And when I say psi phenomena, I mean things like telepathy, mind-to-mind -mind communication, clairvoyance, getting information about objects or events from a distance. Some people call this remote viewing. Uh, precognition, information that comes through time, either from the future or sometimes from the past, but we call it all precognition. And then a fourth area that we study is uh, psychokinesis or mind-matter interaction. People often use the term telekinesis. In parapsychology, we use psychokinesis or PK to represent that instead. So we've been studying that in, in controlled laboratory studies, publishing a professional journal, peer-reviewed journal on parapsychology, a lot of people don't realize that there's real science going on in this area. But we've been doing this for over 80 years now. And about, oh, about seven years ago, in 2011, one of the researchers who was at the Rhine and I sat down and we said, you know, there's not really any place for people to go to school and learn to be a parapsychologist. You can't go to most universities and learn about this. So having my technology background, her having a background in doing education, we developed together the Rhine Education Center and produced, now we produce online courses for people to take in parapsychology to learn more about the scientific work. We're not teaching people to be psychic. We're teaching people how to be scientists and how to study this in a professional way. The online courses are available to anyone and they're extremely reasonable. It's part of our nonprofit organization. And we actually have three new courses that are starting just next month, starting in June. What are they? Uh, well, one of them is a really, it's, a, it's the introduction to parapsychology. So it gives people a basic, for, basic knowledge that allows them to start to develop their education. 
just things like terminology and gives you an idea of what research has been done for real uh, and not not things you might read about that you know you're not sure about the source we are in a very uh, a source with a lot of integrity related to parapsychology so the introduction to parapsychology is one of the courses a second course is actually a remote viewing course with one of the government uh, psychic spies Paul Smith who is part of the Stargate program, uh, he's going to be teaching a four-week course on the history, the practice, the research of remote viewing and giving people a chance to learn about it from him, you know, learn from a professional remote viewer. That's pretty rare to have that opportunity. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, about uh, some of the dramatic stories from Stargate? The one I remember is the airplane uh, that... Uh, nobody could find until remote viewers from Stargate uh, were able to locate it. Right. Well, it was probably uh, in the early 1970s when the government became aware that there might be a value in having psychics work with them. Uh, when they discovered that it was a real phenomena and some people could do it. When it was demonstrated, they started a program that they called, eventually it became called Stargate. It went through a number of different names along the way. Uh, and it was settled under the intelligence services. This is why I call them psychic spies. They typically don't call themselves psychic spies. They were officers in the army or in the Navy and in the, in the intelligence services. And they were working to try to get information about different tasks that they were given by the government. Now, when I say they were given a task, it wasn't like, oh, find this plane that was lost or hey, go, uh, we want to know where this hostage is being held, they would be given a target that would be just a number. They wouldn't know what it represented, and they'd be asked to give, get information about it. Then they would start to meditate on it or use the remote viewing skills and start to write down information about it. One of the, one of the ones that you mentioned, Bernie, there was back in the late 1970s, uh, there was a Soviet airliner that had gone down in the uh, Amazon jungle in South America and no one knew where it was. We didn't have the global, the GPS system at the level of accuracy that we have now. They just knew it went down in the Amazon and it was one of their uh, more modern fighter planes from the Soviet Union. So they were, the Soviets were really looking very quickly to find it before anyone else found it. The Americans, of course, also wanted to find it because there was a lot of technology. So there were a lot of different countries that were trying to find it, and they could not locate it because the jungle cover was so dense. They couldn't figure out where it was. After uh, a period of time, they tasked the remote viewing group from Stargate to look for this plane to see if they could find it. And one of the viewers, in a very brief period of time, located an area and pointed on a map and said, it's here. And, it, and when they went to this area, so the Americans sent down a crew to look for it. When they went to the area, looking around, they eventually they went to the small village and saw this man coming out of the jungle with a big piece of metal. And they said, where'd you get that? And he said, well, it's from the plane crash right over here. He had pinpointed it within just a couple of miles of the actual location of where the plane went down. This and, is while he was sitting in Maryland in a shack, drawing pictures. And that's the kind of story that uh, needs to be told 
over and over again because it's so hard for um, people uh, imbued with scientific materialism to think that this is possible. And that's what that's what you're doing at the Rhine is trying to be able to do to scientifically demonstrate what uh, a lot of people know happens to them. Um, but you want to show the numbers, you want to convince scientists, but it's a major block to be able to get through uh, the belief system that a lot of people have. That's why your introductory course probably is so valuable. Now, we've come to the end of this segment, and uh, I want you to know that you are listening to Connecting with Coincidence. Your host is Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We're on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, and our guest today is John G. Kruth. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simo TV. Simo TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at SimulTV.com. Do it today. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. 
To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Staffordshire, June 2001, a 10-year-old who really needs a friend. Ten days later in Wiltshire, her balloon is found 140 miles away. Both her parents thought the coincidence was rare. The same name, the same Attracting like the resonances caused by similarities. Her grandfather thought she needed a pen pal, so he wrote her address on a label tied to a Welcome back to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and that is me. Our guest today is John G. Kruth, who is executive director of the Rhine Research Center. So why, why is he on this program? I hope it becomes evident to our listeners, but part of the reason uh, I study coincidences is because coincidences are signals to us, a kind of nicer term, a more acceptable word uh, than telepathy and clairvoyance are in our current uh, society for the most part. So coincidences are cover, sh- cover stories for the kinds of of events that John and his colleagues are studying at the Rhine Institute. And one of the things that John is studying uh, is uh, psychokinesis, as he mentioned. Um, And one of the things he mentioned to me was they are studying the energy behind psychokinesis. John, what is the energy behind psychokinesis? What do you mean by that? Um, well, to be honest, Bernie, I don't know, and that's why I'm studying it. <laughs> I'm trying to find out exactly what might be causing these activities to occur and whether there is any detectable energies that are available. Um, one, of the, one of the issues when we're studying parapsychology is that many of the phenomena are very rare. And like coincidence they occur in your daily lives. Yeah. And so it's not so easy to bring them into the laboratory and make right. them happen, right. uh, especially a phenomena like psychokinesis. Psychokinesis is mind-matter interaction. It's when you have an effect on objects that might be around you or even uh, that's what we call my- macro psychokinesis, when you can actually see something moving. 
But there's also micropsychokinesis, where you might affect uh, things that are so small that you can only detect them with statistics, or if you affect electronic devices, quantum processes, things you can't really see. You can only see the eventual effects of them. I have been lucky enough in the last few years to have people come to the Rhine Lab who actually perform psychokinesis on command. And many people believe they can do this, but these people have been able to do it in controlled laboratory situations repeatedly. Uh, and so when you have a situation like this, when you have someone who can demonstrate a phenomenon repeatedly, you can start to explore it and learn more about it. Yeah, and that's why you're looking for people who are really good at some of these talents and some of these capacities. And so are we at DOPS looking for people who are really good rather than just taking the general population, which is often a criticism uh, that uh, other people lay on this sort of research that you should do everybody. And that's not true. You've got to find people who really can do it as you are. But what I am most interested in is the phrase energy behind. You're assuming there's energy. And I'm, I've been told time and time again, at least with telepathy and, and clairvoyance, that there's no energy involved. Uh, you, that you, and I think there is, but it's a kind of energy that we have yet to uncover or yet to respect. What do you think might be going on? Well, when, when I consider, when I have someone who can, can repeat a phenomenon, I can do things like determine, is it an energy? If it's an energy, uh, most energies, they have certain characteristics. For example, they degrade over distance. They'll get, you know, if you have a radio signal, if you have a, any, any sort of uh, electronic signal, it'll, it will degrade as you get further and further away from the source. So we look for that phenomena. We're not finding that with uh, much of the phenomena that we're studying, especially with psychokinesis. But then you should also be able to potentially block it, stop it from being able to get from one place to another. If it's an electronic energy, we should be able to block it with electrical shielding. If it's uh, some other sort of energy, we should be able to find a way to block it. What we are doing, particularly at the Rhine, and where this much of this research originated, is within our bioenergy lab. Our bioenergy lab is actually looking at different physical factors around people. Specifically, we're looking at ultraviolet light. And this is something that's called biophotons. There are natural, naturally occurring ultraviolet light that is emitted from all organic matter. And I mean from people, from animals, from plants, even from single cells. They all emit ultraviolet light. Beyond our visual spectrum, our visual spectrum. Yes, ultraviolet light is, is beyond our, our visible range of, uh, our visual, visible range. Now, this ultraviolet light Originally, it was considered crazy to think that people emitted light or that there was a light. But in the past 40 years, this has become an accepted phenomena, and it's being studied in upper-level biology courses. And they're trying to determine what is the purpose behind this light and what is the source of this light. What we are studying at the Rhine that's a little different is whether people can purposely create. Synchronicity, sister.
Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. ABS Media. You have heard of the Exxon? Now watch it on Simul TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. 
Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information... Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back to Connecting with Coincidence and your host, Bernie Beitman, MD. 
Our guest today is John G. Kruth, who is director of the Rhine Education Center. And we've been talking about some fish stories. We had a great fish story with Evan Alexander uh, and, and Karen last a couple of weeks ago. And so in this one, the fish on one end were stressed, but somehow information got to the fish on the other end. Yeah, actually, they were fish eggs in this case. Oh, fish eggs, sorry. Yes, uh, and they and what happened was when they put the stressor on the one end of the solution, they noticed that there seemed to be bioenergy or ultraviolet light that was being produced. And the eggs on the other end of the solution started to adjust to the stressor, even though it hadn't reached that end of the solution yet. So it was as if there was information being transferred from the eggs that were being stressed to help the other eggs to adapt. And bioenergy was present at, present at that time. Now, I'm going to say ultraviolet light was present at that time. Uh, I'm being specific because many people use the term bioenergy, and they talk about all kinds of things. I'm talking right. specifically about biophotons, which are ultraviolet light. Good, because you can. That's something you can measure, so you can be sure about it. Now, I'm yeah. really, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in trees and something, some things that I read now about trees being able to communicate with each other, much like the egg story you just did. When a tree is under stress, it sends out uh, stress signals to other trees, which uh, respond in various ways to help the tree that's stressed. And I'm wondering if, uh, again, biophotons have something to do with that. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm just vaguely familiar with what you're discussing. From my understanding, uh, there's a stressor that's sent through the soil to the other trees in the area, and it seems to be some sort of chemical release that tends to travel through the soil. There might be ultraviolet light involved with that, and I don't believe anybody studied that that I know of at this point. But what there there appear to be molecules sent out in the air for the trees to pick out. Okay. Not okay. just through the roots. The, the the root system connections is are being well established. It's this airborne uh, connection that is relatively new. Right. And and if you talk to a chemist, which I have in our bioenergy lab, they will say everything is chemistry. And so obviously there's a chemical process that's occurring that's making this uh, these activities occur in our bioenergy lab. Um, but if you talk to someone who's a wave theorist, they'll say, well, it's probably a wave. <laughs> wave or particle. Okay, right. we're back to that again. <laughs> so, you, yeah, so we go back to, we have a lot of different ways that this could be happening. What's interesting to me is when it occurs either from a distance, where there's a very little chance that there's going to be any sort of uh, interaction between the physical devices, or when you try to isolate what the actual transfer of information might be or what the particle or the mechanism might be and you can't find it so and we haven't been able to find it but we're still looking because before you can say this is something that is paranormal or something that is beyond the physical first we have to explore every possible physical phenomena we can think of and find and oftentimes bernie we will design a study trying to find this energy behind healing or trying to demonstrate psychokinesis. We'll control the study, take every precaution we can, go into the lab, and it'll occur. And our researchers will look at each other and say, what did we do wrong? We must have done something wrong because this is impossible. It's impossible for this to happen. It's impossible to see psychokinesis. 
It's impossible for us to find this energy, and yet we are. This is why we continue studying, trying to learn more about these phenomena that just don't seem that they should happen. Well, there, and we all know there's something there, and that, that's why I like getting the idea of coincidences out there, is to raise the question in the minds of the general population about what is going on. Here is a phenomenon, and you've been doing it for years, here's a phenomenon, can we at least start wondering about it? We know that uh, dark energy and dark matter do 95% of, of the universe, and we can't see it, and who knows what else is out there. So so we don't may not have instruments yet, and I'm sure you've thought of this, that can pick up some of it, but the biophotons is something that you can pay attention to. Let me ask you about something I'm quite interested in, what I call human GPS, um, the, the, the ability to get to where you need to go without knowing how you got there. This is... <laughs> This, this is a kind of a form of subconscious clairvoyance plus pathfinding. And I emphasize the, the plus pathfinding part because uh, how you get there becomes a part of the question. Uh, the, like, like the downed airplane, somebody could pinpoint it and then the, the uh, people needed to get there could get there by seeing it on a map. But this is finding your way without knowing how you got there. And people do this with jobs, uh, do this with people. They get to be where they need to be without knowing how they got there. What do you think about this phenomenon? Oh, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it as well. I mean, especially when I'm looking for a parking place. <laughs> um, it becomes really important to follow my instincts and figure out where it might be. Uh, a lot of times I have no, I just have an intention. I want to find a parking place or, you know, I want to get to a certain location or I want to achieve a certain task. And then if I forget about it, sometimes it appears before me. And this is this is something that uh, I actually depend on oftentimes because it's I, I know that I trust that it's going to happen. And Bernie, I think from some of the research that you've done, trust is kind of an important part of this coincidence phenomena, isn't it? Uh, belief. Belief. Uh, belief. And then that, that ends up trusting your belief. Uh, and they are interrelated. The trust is a kind of uh, the emotional part somewhat of the cognitive part of belief. So trust is really important. And I hadn't really used the word uh, trust because it, you're trusting your belief in the phenomenon. Uh, so they go together. Yeah, and I think for, for me at least um, – if I trust it enough, it stops being a belief. <laughs> well, I, I, it, it, it's still a belief about the world uh, and, and, and you in the world. It becomes a fact of the world. But we can argue about fact versus belief. But it's something uh, terminology. that you hold, right. <laughs> you, you hold as a map of your territory. Uh, so, But that, we got the same idea. Uh, what I'm, I'm interested in helping people um, recognize that they have um, uh, abilities that they don't recognize don't know that they have and that's what's happened in my life and uh, that's what happens in a lot of people's lives through looking at coincidences if you ignore them uh, then that's it but if you pay attention to like the time I lost my dog uh, that I'll be talking about in Las Vegas uh, or uh, or uh, the story of my father in choking, um, uh, simultaneous choking at a distance of 3,000 miles you begin to uh,
realize there's something else going on and you start looking around if you're curious and then uh, the the curiosity leads to uh, a belief or a recognition of a reality that most people aren't and so this is where i think uh, coincidences and synchronicity are related could you talk about i mean psi and synchronicities are related could you talk a bit about that yeah i i think there is a relationship and i think many times people talk about them almost as if they're exactly the same. Uh, I think coincidence, many people can interpret psi phenomena as a coincidental phenomena. Synchronicity is a little different, but let's stick with coincidence for the moment. Sure. You know, I, I had an uh, experience not too long ago in the lab where I was doing an ESP test with someone, and they were in a, in a sheltered room and trying to get information about a video that was playing. They were speaking stream of consciousness, and I was listening through headphones just to make sure that the, everything was okay in the room as they were doing it. But they were going on for about 10 minutes or so, and I got distracted because I'd been doing a lot of tests. And I was starting to read some instructions about different different uh, devices we had in there. And one of it said, you know, do you turn this red dial, you turn this red button. And I was going on and on about all these different buttons and, and uh, lights and things. And all of a sudden, through the headphones, I start hearing... I'm seeing the color red, red. I keep seeing red, red. It was as if she was talking about exactly what I was seeing at that moment. And I realized something about what I was doing seemed to be influencing what she was perceiving. We could call this a coincidence and say, wow, isn't that strange that that happened? But the same thing happened a few months later when the same woman was in the lab and I was doing another test and I was looking at a stopwatch that had broken and she said, I keep seeing a clock face. I keep seeing a clock over and over again. When it occurs this often and this regularly, this is when we take it as parapsychologists, take it out of the realm of coincidence and start saying, this is a phenomenon we can study. Is this some sort of telepathic connection between people where my thoughts start to appear in her thought processes as well. And some people are more open to this than others. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and some people are more, and you certainly are. I want to get to that in a minute. When I use the word coincidence, I mean both meanings of them. I mean, it's just a coincidence, but I mean, maybe there's something else going on here. That's the other half of it. And that something else going on here is abilities, parapsychological abilities, or might might be called supernormal abilities, like telepathy that we each have. Now, you seem to be very open. You somehow have gotten to a place where... Uh, Telepathy is a, is a common experience of yours. You live it in your professional life, and you live it in your personal life, uh, I imagine. We have about uh, 20 seconds left, but uh, I want to be able to talk in the next segment about how you and your what openness means to you. This word openness, this idea of openness is really important. It's probably literal. It's probably literal. You have to be open, have an open mind to have all this happen. You are listening to Connecting with Coincidence with your host, Bernie Beitman, MD, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Our guest today is John G. Kruth, who is Executive Director of the Rhine Institute in Durham, North Carolina.
have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. 
Welcome back to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence, with your host, Bernie Beitman, MD. I apologize for that. me, and we are speaking with John G. Kruth, who is the executive Hello? director of the Rhine okay, Research Center in Durham, North Carolina, and founder and, education, and founder and education director of the Rhine Education Center. And we're, we're talking about, we're talking with a guy who's like into telepathy and clairvoyance, psychokinesis, precognition. So... Is he like some people yeah, I know I who study a phenomena like this but don't do it? No, oh, he's okay. not. He okay. lives it. So, John, <laughs> who are you? And when it comes to this, oh come on, who, it's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday, and then it's an off for a weekend, right? Uh, not, not not the singer, but the uh, parapsychologist uh, who does this, who whose mind is open. What is it about you that, uh, and some more stories would help that uh, makes oh, you uh, tuned in to these in your in your daily life as well as your research life? Well, you, you know, first of all, Bernie, uh, when you're doing, I, I am a scientist, and when you're doing research in these areas. Uh, and you start seeing the phenomena over and over and over again, uh, it stops becoming a belief and it becomes part of your normal experience in the world. Uh, some people can push that off and see it in other people and say, oh, it only happens to them. But it's yep. it, you could yep. also look at it and bring it into your own life and say, Zero well, four, if it's happening four, to them, four. why can't it happen to other okay, people Okay, thank you well? for your time. And even me. Have a nice day. Why couldn't it happen with Bye -bye me? Now. Yeah. So this is where I, uh, this is one part of what has demonstrated for, and specifically with psychokinesis. I never really had that much of an interest in psychokinesis until I started seeing it happen in a lab repeatedly. Uh -huh. And then I started to realize, well, geez, that's something that happens in the world. <laughs> and when it happens in the world, I, you know, I'm sure it happens around people who don't notice it as well. Some people notice these, what you're calling coincidences, other people don't. Yeah. But that's, so that's my scientific presentation about it. But that's just part of the story because actually as I was growing up, I grew up in a family where psi phenomena was just part of our lives. Oh. It was, even when I was a child, it was not something that was unusual. Um, I was talking to someone last night about my aunt that, uh, that uh, as we were growing up, she used to know things about people in the neighborhood. She knew when people were going to call. She knew when people were fighting with each other and having feuds and who was going to visit. She just knew these things, and she would tell us in the morning, and it would happen in the afternoon. Um, we, when I was a small child, uh, from even from age three and four, I was learning about meditation and doing visualization techniques with my brothers and sisters. This was kind of the environment we grew up in, and it um, it wasn't unusual. We didn't call it special or ESP or anything like this. It wasn't those terms. I didn't learn those terms until later. This is just what we did. But I did realize at a very, very, when I was about a teenager, that not everybody did these things. <laughs> not everybody had these same experiences. And it was at that point that, like you, I decided I need to try to explain to people what this is so that they understand it. These things that are so normal, that are happening all around, they don't even notice it. How can I explain it? And that's when I thought, well, maybe I can do this if I take a scientific approach. If I start to learn the language of science, maybe I can explain it to people who only understand statistics and scientific methods and work as a kind of translator between the two worlds. So yes, you talk about openness, but to me, it's 
kind of I, I guess it I, it was never closed to me. It was always there for me. Oh, so that's, I never that... I never pulled myself away from it. Yeah, you were never closed. You, you, it, it was part of your environment. Um, so, as you grew up, when your mind is open and curious, anyway, it just became part of what was happening with you, and and you have been driven to show other people what they don't understand or they don't see. And that's what I try to do with the study of coincidences: is ask people to pay attention to phenomena that are outside the conventional realm of thinking. For you, uh, psi phenomena were conventional. It's where you. It's how you grew up. This is what happened. For me, that was my experience. My own personal experiences showed me there's something going on that is not explainable in the usual way. And sometimes it was just imagining hitting the opening pitch of a of a baseball game for a home run, uh, which I, I did once, and running the opening kickoff back. Uh, twice after imagining a lot of times i found that that you could imagine things and they could happen somehow you had to put energy into it you had to learn how to run with the football and learn how to hit but you had to be able to then think about it happening and that that became just something i packed away and wondered about and after i had a simultaneous choking experience with my father 3000 miles away and found my dog when I was eight or nine, among other many other phenomena, uh, I had to also try to do what you're doing. Uh, say, I got to bring this up to uh, other people. I've got to show them that there are things going on around us that they need to pay attention to because they're at least very interesting and are probably very helpful. And beyond that, demonstrate, I think, the interconnectedness of our minds. Yes, and um, whether it's our minds or our spirits or whether it's this global consciousness or the psychosphere or however you want to call it, there is information that seems to be transferred between not only people, but that seem to also affect the world around us. And I think many of these uh, experiences that we have that we consider coincidences that we see as unusual occurrences sometimes we are not only observers, but actually participants in this in this process that allows us to have these experiences because we almost call them to us sometimes. What do you mean by that? Now, John? I'm not mean? I'm not speaking in terms of my scientist at this point. I'm right. talking in terms of what I believe from everything I've studied and learned. Okay, and and how do we call them to us? Well, I think as you were saying, you know, by doing visualization, uh, you know, you're talking about sports visualizations. That's actually one of the first times I realized that other people didn't do what I did. I used to do sports visualizations all the time, and my friends didn't understand what I was doing when I told them what what it was. Uh, visualization, I think, is a way of helping to manifest activities that might occur. And I think sometimes by putting emotions and feelings and focus on any topic we're going to have we're going to start to see more of that in our world uh there was a book that came out a couple years ago where they talked about well you know if you um start thinking about green cars you're going to see more green cars on the road well yeah you might notice what's already there in those situations but when those situ but if you try to visualize you know purple cars with pink polka dots and you start seeing them 
that's a really unique phenomenon. <laughs> but the visualization, the idea of putting energy towards something, the idea of trying to focus on something and trying to uh, bring it bring it towards yourself, trying to make it happen, whether it be graduating from college, trying to get a new job, or finding a parking place, all of these things I believe can be brought can be brought into existence with your belief system and with, you know, the focus on the activity. Emotion, intention. Also, you got to go out into the world and do something. One of the criticisms of that long ago book now, it seems the secret uh, was that you didn't have to do anything. You just lie in bed and the money comes. Uh, <laughs> right. and, and that was an exaggeration of what the reality is. You, you have to do it. You have to act. You have to also move in the world with your intention and your emotion uh, focused onto that intention. Oh, oh I agree completely. Yes. Um, we have to be participants. We can't just we can't just be observers in these situations. It, this is why, why I'm saying it. Oftentimes, these coincidences only occur when we are participants in the activity. Oh, that's what you mean by it. Um, we, we, we have uh, about a couple of minutes left, John, and uh, I'm interested now not so much as you as, as the scientist uh, studying, bi to me, very interesting biophotons, ultraviolet light, but just what do you think this this group mind we have here that goes by so many names, what do you think that is? <laughs> uh, you know, there, I, I just, Jung talks about uh, the connections between people. You know, John Steinbeck talked about the oversoul and the idea that there is a common good for all people and that we all recognize it and that we follow it. Uh, to me, there is there is information. We swim in a world of information, and I'm not just talking about Wi-Fi. I'm talking about the information being there all the time. Remote viewers, like as we were speaking at the beginning of the program, are able to tap into that information and pull it in and use it for certain purposes. Some people who are mediums or who are psychics are able to tap into that information, perhaps getting information about people who have passed perhaps getting information from the future or from the past and being able to tell people. Mothers who are so connected to their children will often find that they're getting information about their children that just wouldn't physically be possible. All of this is information that's available and some people just have the ability to connect into it. These connections are all there. We're all connected to each other. There's a really good book by a man named Larry Dossey called One Mind. And I think it's one of my favorite books that goes into this topic. Um, if you have a chance to take a look at it, I would re definitely recommend it. I have it. Um, I have it. And I'm interested in the idea, as we come to the end of our show, um, that different people have different capacities is what you've alluded to and that's what I want to be able to help people find what is your more unique capacity that you can help us with you've been listening to connecting with coincidence with your host Dr. Bernie Biden MD on the Exxon Broadcast Network and John G. Cruz it has been a delightful time talking with you thank you for being with us always great to be here with you Bernie
Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.